0: making history his story, Derek Izzy. Thank you very much and welcome back. You are listening to The Derek Izzy Show. This month's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Now, Before we get into the topic of today's podcast, this exclusive deal can only work when you go to DerekIzzy.com and click on the BetOnline.ag link. Now, what that link will get you is a 50% matching bonus on your initial deposit. What does that entail? Well, BetOnline is a sports gambling site, but you can bet on anything. They got politics, they've got odds on award shows, any type of sporting event, they will have odds on it. And when you make your initial deposit and get your 50% matching funds, you can start ahead of the game. But the only way to get that is to go to DerekIzzy.com, click on the betonline.ag link, On DerekIzzy.com, get your 50% matching funds, and you are off and running. Now, today's podcast takes us back in time again. The father of the topic of today's podcast was a Jewish immigrant from Russia. He came to the United States in search of a better life. Coming to the United States without the language and without money, the father had to figure a way to make it. In This new country he started his own business a delivery business as that business grew he developed it to the point where it was a legitimate business with 10 trucks servicing the company's needs as that business grew this transportation trucking company would grow to have over 700 trucks in the fleet grossing 20 million dollars a year. A very successful trucking business. That's the kind of success that the topic of today's podcast was born into. He grew up in Pennsylvania, eventually graduating from the University of Notre Dame. As that business grew, he grew up in a life where he didn't have to worry about money. The family business was in excellent shape. He had a good education. Everything was laid out in front of him to have a successful life and a successful career. Growing up, falling in love with the Philadelphia Eagles football team, the topic of our podcast had the crazy idea to purchase the team. Now, he came from a successful family business, so he had money, but not the kind of money it takes to purchase an NFL team. But in 1949, he got together with lots of other people, Invested a small amount of money, and they went after it. They tried to buy the Philadelphia Eagles, but it didn't work. After several attempts, different monetary values, different partners, finally, in the year 1969, he was able to buy the Philadelphia Eagles for a record price of $16 million. Being the kind of crazy entrepreneur... The topic of our podcast, the first thing he did was fire the head coach as someone who always remained loyal to his friends, loyal to his family, except for his spouse as he went through several divorces. But he was known as a very loyal and generous person. The head coach that he fired, well, that head coach was locked into a 15-year contract. He still had 11 years left, but with a record of... 28 wins and 41 losses, the new owner of our Philadelphia Eagles just made the decision and said he had to go. Taking over the Eagles, he owned that team and operated it with the same vigor that he operated his own personal life. Being extremely generous, if there was a player that he wanted, that the head coach wanted for the team, that the general manager wanted for the team, he authorized them to get that player. It didn't really matter how much that player cost. If someone from his team wanted that player, they were going to get them. And this type of generosity extended beyond the Eagles organization. But having the Philadelphia Eagles gave him the platform to use this generosity. Some of this generosity included starting the Ronald McDonald House program. When families had children that were in the hospital, the Ronald McDonald House gave them a place to live while they were incurring these medical bills. Former Eagles tight end Fred Hill, his daughter, ended up getting leukemia. So the topic of our podcast started the Eagles Fly for Leukemia program back in 1973 to help support children with leukemia. One day back in 1979, the Pope made a visit to America. And what did the topic of our podcast do? Well, the Pope needed an altar in order to speak during his visit. So the topic of our podcast wrote out a $25,000 check for an altar for the Pope. He had money, and he was definitely willing to spend it just to make people happy, just to make himself happy. Money was no object to this entrepreneur. He did have some children. As I mentioned before, he did have multiple wives. He went through five different marriages. Not the best financial decision, but the turmoil in his marriage life was very similar to the turmoil he was about to face in his financial life. Talking about his attitude on spending money, one of the driving forces became an addiction to gambling. He spent a lot of time in the casinos in Atlantic City, and he loved to gamble. It was a, it was a rush, and he had more than enough money to gamble whether it was blackjack or any type of card game. He was known in several of the casinos. They recognized him as soon as he came in. His favorite drink of scotch was always prepared for him when he entered the casino. One of the casinos that he used to frequent was the Sands, and during his time at the Sands, he really had some unprecedented losses. During one account, he was basically drunk playing blackjack, $5,000 a hand, where it was reported that in less than three hours, he had lost $400,000, but he couldn't stop. He continued to drink and gamble. 72 nights of losing money at the Sands Casino, he had lost over $14 million. Now, he wasn't always losing. There were nights when he walked away with bags and bags with hundreds of thousands of dollars inside them. And his gambling, well, that fueled a lot, of his, a lot of his issues with marriage. There was an occurrence where one of his wives had gone to the casino and pleaded with the executives to make him stop. She was trying to get him out of there, but no one would listen to her. On that night, her husband went on to lose $600,000 at the blackjack table. But to him, money was no object. He used to fly into the Philadelphia Eagles games in his own private helicopter, and he would take private planes on vacations. He was known to just hop in and go away for a weekend. He lived the life of a high roller, and he lived that to the extreme. This extreme behavior, when it came to gambling, would eventually catch up with the topic of today's podcast. After losing a total of $20 million at Resorts International and the $14 million at the Sands Casino, it all seemed like it was coming to an end. This outrageous, outrageous spending and gambling addiction was something that he could not handle. Coming from a family that built a business from nothing from the ground up into a multi-million dollar business, and then buying into a successful NFL team and growing that franchise. He got in at $16 million, and in order to cover his gambling debts, he was at the point where he had no recourse but to sell the Philadelphia Eagles. The team he purchased for $16 million, he would then sell for $65 million. Ever the successful businessman, he was able to pay off his gambling debts, sell the team, and still profit $10 million. Was this the happy ending? This was definitely not the ending of our story. Even though his debts were paid, this would not be the end of the gambling for the topic of our podcast, for he would go on. He actually spoke to Congress about his gambling addiction. In 1999... He told a congressional hearing on compulsive gambling that his losses totaled between 40 and 50 million dollars. The topic of our podcast, now 81 years old, living in his mansion in the Philadelphia suburbs. Well, there was a knock on his door. He was being evicted from his mansion for failure to pay taxes. The home that he had owned for 30 years seven-bedroom mansion in Radnor, Pennsylvania, he was now being evicted. He filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. He lost the house, his helicopter, all the cars that he had owned, including a Rolls-Royce. As his supply of money had dried up, his gambling had come to an end. His loyalty to his former employees, players, coaches, friends, that loyalty was still there, And as he was evicted from his home, he would move to a motel. Having no money left, he relied on the courtesy and donations of former friends, former employees. The charity from them is what allowed him to stay alive. After living in the hotel, he was admitted to the hospice wing of St. Agnes Medical Center in Philadelphia. And this would be the place where the topic of our podcast, would spend his final moments. Dying at the age of 88, Dick Vermeil would say, I've lost a very close friend. I think the NFL has lost one of its most unique characters in a position of ownership that ever existed. He was not ordinary. He lived life to the fullest. As his friend Dan Duncan wrote during his obituary, he said to put his life in football terms... He threw on every down. So while he technically did not lose his football team in a bet, it was many, many bets that he lost that built up the gambling debt that caused him to have to sell his NFL football team. We will always remember the unique story of Leonard Tos, the topic of today's podcast, because now you know the rest of the story. Going along with this gambling addiction, you can get your gambling addiction on by clicking on the link on DerekIzzy.com. Set up your account with betonline.ag. I got to use that link, though. You can't just go to the site and set up an account. Use that link so you can get your 50% matching funds when you set up your account. DerekIzzy.com. Click on the link for BetOnline. Get your matching funds and start gambling because Leonard Toast played blackjack and card games but when you use bet online you can bet on the philadelphia eagles or you can bet against them but when you use bet online you get that 50 percent matching funds and you're already on top in your spare time please write a five-star review of the Derek izzy show those reviews go a long way and tell your friends about the show If you hear an episode you like You can always reach me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at DerekIzzy.com. And until then, good day.